Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we just try to make sense of some of the things we love about photography and some of the things that we don't love as much. Come join us. Welcome to uh, this edition of Photo Mission Focus. Um, and our question today is, how do the younger generation see photography, Terry? How do you think they see it? Oh, it's so much different to, to how we view it, I guess. And um, so many different technological changes. Yeah, well, te- technological <laughs> changes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, I think, look, in the, in the old days, um, you know, photography for a lot of people was, it was kind of a... A bit of a chore. Mm. There's a few things you had to do. You had to buy film, put film in the camera. Yeah. You took the pictures. You had to then take the film out of the camera. Yeah. You then had to take it somewhere and get it processed, which meant you dropped it off typically and then you went back a week later. Yeah. You picked up your images to rip the packet open to be either really excited or very or really disappointed. disappointed. <laughs> yeah. So, So, you know, digital has changed that. So I thought... In this episode, we're going to bring in Lachlan. Lachlan um, is my son, and Lachlan's just discovered photography in the last, what, six months or so, Lachlan? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And so it'd be interesting to get a young person's perspective. So Lachlan's 17, um, used to shoot mainly with his iPhone. Yep. And now, what do you shoot with now? 7D, Mark 1. Yep. So he shoots with a DSLR camera. So... How do you see photography, Lock, and what do you think photography is and its role? And well, first of all, what's film? What's film? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I kind of know what it is. You kind of know no, what I it know, is. I know. I know. Yeah, but you've never actually been exposed to. No, it, so I've you... never, obviously, you know, used the film. That's right. Yeah. So, do you think um, you would do photography if you had to do all those processes? Do you think that's something that you would? I mean, I can't really, I don't know, probably not. It seems like a bit of a lengthy process. Mm. But, yeah, I don't know. Never done it before, so I can't really, can't tell you for sure. Yeah, it's kind of like, I mean, I think Terry, isn't it, that um, the younger generation, it's that kind of instant. Yeah, yeah, and I I have to say that if I had to still use film, I don't know where, I I would definitely be in a very different place with my career. Um, I learnt so much more once I adapted to digital because I could learn faster and I imagine it's really similar for yourself like you can learn techniques um you can learn how to use your tools a lot faster because there's instant visual confirmation that you're doing the right thing whereas we would have to wait for film we'd have to take notes in a notepad and we'd have to match it up with each image to make sure that we're on the right track yeah Back in the film days and then even processing, depending on how you processed your film, yep. if you were doing it yourself, could actually have a big impact on, on your final image and outcome. Yep. And con- consistency was hard to get consistency. Absolutely. Because yeah. you'd only need a, a couple of things to change, variables. Yeah. And um, sometimes, like, I mean, you tried to keep details of how you got the shot, but sometimes you would lose details. You could make little errors like accidentally rate your film wrong or yep. put the wrong film in the wrong canister if you were preloading canisters and then you would develop it incorrectly getting you a completely different effect so yep. I you know example is I once rated film at a 400 ISO when it should have been a 100 ISO yep 
and the contrasts and highlights were completely different because I had developed that accordingly. But these days you have apps and you have great electronic tools that are available for your editing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Like Photoshop. Yeah. Amazing. So what was was the first – so you first started using your iPhone for taking photographs and what sort of editing tools did you use? Instagram is is perfect. So and then, so what was your favorite go-to for Instagram editing? So would you play with your highlights, your saturation? Of course, the saturation. Of course. (laughs) Would you use filters? Nah, just saturation, just a little bit, make it a little bit pop, a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit more color. And do you think because you were using Instagram as your main tool, and you could you could share it with people? It was a really great learning mechanism for you. It was a great kind of way of sharing all of those yeah, images. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, cool. I think that's a big different thing. That's a really different thing for the generation. So when I first started, I was taking photographs on film and the only people that could see them were people that I would show the images to, like literally, physically. Oh, Whereas yeah. these days, Online. you have such a range with Instagram. You could show people on the other side of the world instant. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's insane. I think it's like... The difference with photography today for the younger generation is they can learn really quickly. Yeah. So what, what Lachlan's learned in six months. Is what would take us probably a good 12 months, to we, be honest. I'd say longer. longer. I'd say yeah. longer. I'd say longer. Yeah. Because he's already at a stage where some of his shots are well above, like when I was 17, I wasn't taking shots like that. Yeah. But yeah, but I'd been shooting for quite a few years before that. Yeah, and do you think that's because we live in such a visual age now as well? We're constantly surrounded with information that's visual in our advertising, in online, through Facebook. So we're constantly getting fed the right ways to create imagery. Yeah, that definitely really helps. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can get lots of you know good inspiration from yeah. online. Even a Google search, or you can find you know some good images. Like, oh, that's a really good idea. I'll have to go out yeah. and try that and see what that looks like. And yeah, just, yeah. yeah. And so, and how we had Terry and, and I've got a huge collection down the front of the showroom here of, of magazines. photography magazines. Yeah, because that was my internet. Yes, that's how I got inspiration. Yeah. Exactly. We were limited to what we could buy in the newsagents. Now I studied in Darwin, which was in the Northern Territory, so. Yeah. We were quite isolated. We didn't have access to every type of magazine you could possibly get in the bigger cities. Yeah. So we were very limited there. And our libraries, you know, our libraries didn't necessarily have their... What's a library? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone even use them anymore? What, what's an encyclopedia? <laughs> exactly. What's a so magazine? we were limited to those kinds of things. But I remember, you know, reading books on Cindy Sherman. So she, her works yes. had a huge impact on the way I would create my images going through university. So that's... And those types of things now, you would have your favourite Instagram accounts, which would be very similar. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just pull out the phone. You've got everything right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And like different editing techniques that yeah. you would like. Yeah, definitely. Which are available not just through Instagram, but you've got your Lightroom apps. You've got yeah. Snapseed. You've got every other type of app that's at your fingertips. And I, I think the, the magazine's an interesting one because I don't know, Lachlan, that you've ever... Really, no, read, I haven't read a no, I photography haven't. magazine, let alone even probably any at all, any magazine <laughs> yeah. at all. I don't, I cannot remember the last time I bought a photography magazine other than a wedding magazine that I was buying for for research purposes. But for photography magazines, I think the last one I bought was probably ten years ago. Yeah, I think it came. And with I think free. that's the internet. That's that's the yeah. digital. The digital age has changed that we can get that like 
Lachlan says inspiration. Yeah. Through looking at so people's Google, in- quick Google search, Instagram pages, yeah. and everything. Yeah. The the other thing, big thing is, how many times Lachlan have you seen a shot and then Googled how they get the shot to find it, work out how to shoot it? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. You see, like you know, just Google it, and then they'll tell you their settings, and you can pretty much you know find it out, use the settings, try it out for yourself, and yeah. Whereas we used to have to do trial and error. We'd be like, yeah. hey, people would keep that information like it was a prized possession. No one would share their secrets, as they would call it back then. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really fortunate. Yeah, definitely. Well, it, 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 it's a totally different age. And that's what I said. I think, you know, um, the older generation still sees, because we understand photo albums and those type of things, Um and Lachlan, Lachlan's interesting enough, he's printed some images. Yeah. And he's, experience he, and a half. Experience and a half. And, <laughs> he, and, and he's got them up in pride pride and place, actually in the wall in the kitchen yeah. at home. Nice. So everyone, everyone that comes to the house can see them. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So be interesting because what when you look at those prints, how do you feel? What, does, what do you see when you look at those printed images? Oh, that's pretty cool. Having them like physically instead of having them digitally. You know, yeah. Do you think like it? It they mean something different? Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's just better to actually be able to you know look at them. They're kind of just it's a different level. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Yeah. Like we, we're all been fed this digital diet of images. Yes. Um, on their phones, which is constantly changing, but it's it's it is moving all the time. Like it's not staying yeah. staying still. Well, people used to carry little tiny photo albums in their wallets of their kids or their family or oh, their yeah. weddings. Nowadays, you just you, people are pulling out their phones and they're using that as their oh, screensaver. Yeah, screensavers. Yeah, so that's that's their little photo album. It's hilarious. Like, and, and a really good example is in the wedding industry. You know, we give USBs full of images, and people very rarely will print them or create albums. Very rarely, which is really quite sad. Yeah, it is. But I think that's that that's the advancement of photography that people use. I think photography is used differently today. The younger generation definitely use it differently because mm. you you use it to share what's going on. Yeah, you use it yep. kind of to basically like a to interact. Yeah, interact. Yeah, like yes. a me- messaging type yeah. thing that you you know they say a picture says says a thousand words, so you're doing something, so yeah. you post that picture, so you don't have to say, "Hey, look, I'm down at the beach," or "I'm." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, people can just see the image and they actually yeah. know that where you are. Look at what I'm having for breakfast. It's on Instagram. Yeah, just put it straight in your story, <laughs> which I did today. <laughs> I put that on my story. I'm like, I'm having breakfast. <laughs> so, like I said, we um, we're talking about how the younger generation see photography, and and I think what it's going to do is it's going to shape people like Lachlan, photographers mm. like Lachlan coming through. They're going to shape photography in the future. How it going to evolve um what what do you hope photography does in the future is there anything you've thought about that with photography Lachlan or oh not really yeah no you know things oh, I wish they could we could do this or do that or not really I think it's pretty pretty good where it is yep with, the, te- that? with the technology yeah. do you yeah. think that people like when you reach our age do you think that people will still be professional photographers or do you think that will be there'll be such access to the technology that that won't even be a career. No, that is a good question. Yeah. I guess you can't really can't really predict that. I guess you have to wait and see. But I yeah. mean, the iPhone's taking some pretty good pictures these it's days. It's pretty. It's crazy. It's scary. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the thing. It's 
I, I, th- I think to a degree in the future, there'll always be some level of professional photographers. It'll be different to the professional photographers we know today, mm. you know, um, mm. and who knows what other technology is going to be invented in the next 10 years for photography. I mean, we don't, like, I dare yeah. not even try and you guess. Never, never know what they'll come out with next. Yeah. You never know. Well, we've got drones now, so yeah. who's to say that there won't be a bunch of drones just following you around for Yeah, just follow you around all day. Or, your yeah. personal drone. Oh, gosh. <laughs> don't say it. It could happen. <laughs> Instead of having a pet dog, you're a pet drone. Yeah. And we'll be able to just be hooked up with drones. That'll be our instant Instagram feed or, yeah, it'll be instant feed or whatever it is. Oh, it's frightening. So um, you've seen some of our photography that we do. Yep. So what are your thoughts on some of that? Some of that, I know you've got different um, subjects that you kind of like shooting. Yep. Um, talk about some of the stuff that you may, what you like shooting, what things that you Probably like. like landscape and like cars and stuff like that. Yep. I know, I know. You, I like doing street photography, but that's not really something that you. No, I'm not really too interested. Yeah, yeah. Do do you have you ever thought about why is it because photographing people doesn't appeal to you or? No, not really. Yeah, doesn't really. Appeal. I like the the colors and stuff like that. Yeah, like the landscape. Yeah. So, it's 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 those, those colors and yeah. things like like sunsets or. Yeah, definitely. Like anything that has like color, just nature has good colour to it, especially when you turn the saturation off. Yes, the, the colour will come a lot better. And it's a lot more visually appealing when yep. you turn it on saturation as well. Yep. Yeah. And we did we did talk in an earlier podcast about um, to saturate and not to saturate. And, mm-hmm. and I think that is, it's a definitely a style in modern photography that yeah. Yeah. to have those images very, very... Yeah. But you've got to be careful. If you do it too much, that looks so fake and then it just looks awful. Like yep. some people... Like they do it to the absolute extreme. They turn it up to saturation 100 and it looks awful, like really bad. You just got to turn it up like, you know, just by 10 or 20 instead of going yeah. straight to 100. Yeah. Like zero to hero. I think, yeah. I think, I think you, you said something earlier in the podcast about you like doing, Terry asked you what you did and you like to do the saturation, but you said you like the picture to pop. Yeah. So what you're saying is, you just want to give it that little bit, just a little bit, little extra, little effect, just bit to more make punch. it, yeah, a little bit more punch to make yep. it pop a little more. But if you overdo it, it just really ruins the picture. You just have to find that perfect balance between, yep. you know, make it pop and then make it look like, you know, really bad. Yep. In interesting enough, in in Lightroom, like one of my favorite presets is punch. Yeah. Yeah. Think, do you know what I'm talking about? That used to be my go-to years and years ago. Just to give it that, that little extra pop. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because it brightens up everything and it's just... Does it, like, change the contrast and, yeah. like, the brightness yeah. and like the sharpness and all yeah. that stuff like that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, wow. So just automatically... It's just one, it's a one-click action. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it's something that, that okay. I used to go to if I was doing any business work, so if it was for a company or for headshots or anything. Maybe not so much for headshots because it would make your skin tones quite orange, but anything oh, okay. that could potentially be used for advertising because that's, that's a quite a technique that has been used you just punch the color up a bit and you contrast yeah for the literal reason of making it pop so making it more appealing to people making it a bit more of a show-stopping image yeah definitely that's what they, yeah 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 so the younger generation in photography and like i said you know back in my day we used real cameras we had film 
I'm RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on the cast. But I kind of I yeah, yeah, you... I started studying when digital was just starting. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah so when, when I started and picked a camera up, digital wasn't even on the horizon. Yeah. I had my foundations of how to use a film camera, and then digital cameras came into. We didn't even have digital cameras at the university, but we had computers with slide um, scanners. Yeah. So with Photoshop, oh. the very first Photoshop. Yeah. Was insane. So you're scanning in the transparency. Yeah. And then you were manipulating that. Yeah. Transparency. Really, really crude manipulations yeah, yeah. <laughs> and really bad stuff. <laughs> but yeah, we we used to even do some of our some of the stuff you do with. Uh, your kind of your double exposures. We would actually do that with the negatives when I was at high school. So it was a real changeover of techniques. Yeah, and I think yeah, yeah, and I think yeah. the one one of the interesting areas, which you know, an iPhone pushing it as a feature, and um, you know, they got an ad going at the moment. You bokeh out my kid. Who <gasps> who would bokeh out a child? Oh, I know. <laughs> and there's another ad going around about taking the flash off, yeah. like photographing things without a flash. Yeah. And it, it just makes me think, my goodness, what is that going to do to us when we photograph events? Are people going to start to ask us to turn our flash off? Yeah, because like be flash missing. is a bad thing. Yeah, it is quite distracting. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty bright. <laughs> I've used it at weddings for um, speeches and the likes and you, you do intentionally limit the amount of times you use it because it can be very distracting and off-putting people, especially if you're, you're reflecting off the back of the room so you're flashing the flash in people's yep. faces. Yeah, yep. really oh, bad. Yeah. Yep. So I think, like for Lachlan's generation, some of those things that we we created using settings, it's an automatic feature. That they yeah. they can they can take a shot and then decide they're going to blur out the background. Yeah, and there would be oh, technical yeah. decisions that we would have to make. Whereas now it's an automatic function that you can just yeah, you can use a slider, it's which crazy. is really exciting. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, you know, I guess it takes away a lot of the skill. But I think it also forces. Way my generation to be more adaptable and to use the tools around us yeah. in a more efficient way so that we can maximise our potential. Yeah. I think more goes into the editing than the actual yeah. taking the actual photo. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah. absolutely right. Yeah. And I think that's that's true now that, that the amount of time actually spent capturing the images and, and you know this from your wedding work. Yeah. Um, so the amount of time that you're actually sitting in front of the computer editing those images that's changed and i think that's in lachlan's yeah definitely lachlan's era of photography the younger generation now that they they're um they spend a lot of time editing oh, yes yeah. yeah you just sit in any cafe and watch someone take a photograph of their food and then they'll spend the next five to ten minutes literally yeah that, yeah that's true. editing that image yeah. before they post it and start eating yeah. yeah it is hilarious that's pretty funny yeah <laughs> challenge you to watch some people on the weekend in the cafe they'll all be doing it that's pretty funny yeah, it is. It's, it's like I said. It, it is interesting, and it's changing the way we. I think us older photographers, as well as why yeah. we see the world. And I think with photography, I think it's one of those things where it's evolving all the time. Mm. So what used to happen in the past is the past, and the future is an exciting time. Exciting time. Yeah, it is. So I think look for Lachlan's generation that the photography is going to yield them a lot more opportunities as far as the type of shots that they can take. Yeah. Whereas, you know, we had to get – we had a little bit of a conversation before we started the podcast and you were talking about macro, you maybe need to get a macro lens. Mm. 
lot of these apps and stuff now, you can take a shot and make it look macro or yeah, make it look like a shot or a tilt shift or yeah, which used to be my favorite go to. Like even in in Lightroom and Photoshop, I would actually edit images to look like they were taken with the tilt shift lenders. It was a really big kind of thing that everyone was doing about five or six years ago with like the wedding photography. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah interesting. So, Lachlan, do you have any other um, thoughts on photography as it is today? Anything else that you like yeah. to share with us? Like I said before, I think more goes into the editing than it does in taking the photo itself. You know, it's easy to take the photo. You just have to learn the settings, which really isn't that hard compared to back in the film days. You had to really, you know, mm-hmm. think about it very hard before you take the shot and then you don't know what the photo looks like until you get it processed and all that stuff. Yep. These days, you look at the back of the camera, you're like, oh, you don't like that shot. Then you just take another one yeah. and another one until you, you'd like and like, oh, I can get something out of this. And then you, when you go home that night, you put on Photoshop and you edit it all up and then, yeah. Yep. So, so you're actually um, make, looking at an image that you've captured with the idea that you will go oh, in. And, oh, definitely. Yeah. I look at it and I'm I mean, like, oh, I can, you know, make this black and white and make that, you know, darker, turn up the saturation just over here, you know, put a mask right here and, you know. So that stuff make it look yeah. pop a little bit more, but yeah, that's really interesting. Well, it is because because yeah. um, that's a another whole level that a lot of people who get to shooting and they have planned out like shoot the shot, but they've actually planned out all the edits that they're going to do to mm. it. And usually, mm. you've been shooting for a long time before you get to there. Oh, yeah, really? I would have been shooting for probably I'd have to say five or six years for myself oh. before I actually would plan how I'd want a shot to look after I. would Oh, really? Before I'd taken it, yeah. yeah. As soon as I look at the back of the camera, I'm like, I know exactly what I, what I want to do with that photo. Yeah. 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 yeah that is okay. so cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Excellent. Well, I think it, it is true that the younger generation does see photography different from us, Terry, and yeah. we, we, we just have to learn to adapt. God, I need to start hanging out with younger people. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be on Instagram more and more. Yeah, <laughs> Too much don't more. do that. No. <laughs> don't do that. Well, look, Lachlan, thanks for joining us and for sharing some of that, um, you know, information about how you see photography. Because yeah, yeah, so um, thanks, Terry, and no and, and we'll uh, look forward to catching up on the next episode of Photos and Focus. Um, if you've got any suggestions for uh, subjects that we can talk about, by all means, drop them in the comments and um, catch us around, guys. Subscribe. Thanks. <laughs> See ya. Thanks for listening to this episode of Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. If you enjoyed the show today, please leave a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a subject for our next show, also leave that in the comment as well. Thanks for listening.